The Black and Abdallah podcast is brought to you by Fry the Coop. Fry the Coop has five great chicken sandwiches, Nashville hot chicken, spicy honey butter chicken, chicken and cheese, Chicago hot chicken, and a donut fried chicken sandwich. It's Fry the Coop. And now, the Black and Abdallah podcast. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. And now, the new home of the Chicago Bears. We are live from the State Street Old National Bank Studio, WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. Welcome to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Talking Bears football with you tonight here on ESPN Chicago. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Conversation about Justin Fields. If his ceiling is Dak Prescott, would you be okay with that? I don't know if like the top guys on the list are, are obtainable anymore. Each game that he doesn't do it, uh, we've had enough games, right? 30-plus yeah. games. Each yeah. game that he doesn't do it, it's like, well, he's not going to be Mahomes. Like, I don't think well, he's going to be Burrow. He's not going to be Burrow. Yeah. Oh, Josh Allen? Probably not. You keep crossing him off, right? Mm-hmm. You I think, think he could still get to Josh Allen's I status? I think his absolute ceiling. But, like, look at the Bills, man. I, like, hope, look at, I hope Cap's not driving right now. No, 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 no. no. He's going like, to drive off the road I if you say I remember a time when, we, when they drafted Justin Fields, and it was like, okay, this guy could be Josh Allen. Like, now, obviously, I don't think that's attainable. But also look what Josh Allen has around him. Like Josh Allen, the Bills have the sixth-ranked defense. They have weapons all over the place. They have a great offensive line. Like that team is built properly. Like the Bears don't have the, either. They're not even in the same stratosphere as those two lines, the defensive and, and defensive line and offensive line. They're not even in the same universe as that defense. The weapons, I, no, 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 not comparable. The Bills have better def- have better weapons. Like everything- I don't think he can be Josh Allen. I don't think he I'm can out, either. I'm out on Allen. I don't think he can either. But also, look at the team around Josh Allen. Yeah, oh yeah, the Bills are way better. Like the team no around, like the Bears aren't in the same universe as they are. I I agree with you on that. They're in two different metaverses or whatever we're doing now. You're not doing universes anymore. We're talking Bears football. That's what we're doing. Absolutely. It's the Bears. Different timelines, verse. man. It's a Bears verse. Uh, Tim and Valparaiso, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tim? Hello, gentlemen. First off, um, if the Sox are playing the Cubs in the World Series right now, I'd still rather listen to you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's, that's, thank you, Tim. That's nice. Uh, and, Black, I hope your child's feeling better. I think you were – was that you that had the child that sent the letters? Yes, yes, my child. Yes, <laughs> feeling much better. No, it was it was my, it was mine. It was mine. She's she's feeling better. Abdallah's Thank you. child. Yeah. All right. Yes. Good. We, we appreciate the well child is feeling the yes. the the, uh, yes. the, the black Abdallah baby is feeling better. The show child. Yes. All right. Good. So um, <laughs> I'm changing why I'm changing why I called. I'm listening to these callers. Uh, they keep saying our line is terrible. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. We run the ball pretty well. You look at uh, Justin Fields injury, you can't blame the coaches or the uh, you can't blame uh, Eberflus, you can't blame Getze or a quarterback holding the ball for over six seconds with receivers waving their hands yeah. to get the ball. So so we do know that Justin Fields is not the guy. I like Justin as a guy. I think he's got great character. Okay? So I like him as a person a lot, but he can't get out of that habit 
Sure, he looked good the last two games. Well, one was against uh, – both of them were against teams that weren't really that, that good, okay, and defenses that weren't that good. But uh, what we really need to do, just to make sure we don't fail again, okay, is narrow this down to about three or four quarterbacks next year. And then we need to get Ryan Pace in and ask him who he wants. Oh. <laughs> and then we, then we need to get anyone else. That's funny. Thanks, guys. Well done. Appreciate Thank it, Tim. Appreciate Thanks it. for the phone right, call. Tim. There Thank he is. There, Thank there's you. Tim Thank in you. Valparaiso. We go to Matt and Streamwood. Matt, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Hey, Black Abdallah. Thanks for taking my phone call. I disagree with that Tim guy that called before about your show. I, I totally disagree about that. His opinion. That we're but, morons Matt, or that we're boring? Which one? Uh, yeah, I am. Everything. It's just, I don't know what, <laughs> what you're talking there's about. There's baseball but. here on ESPN <laughs> Thank 1000. You, <laughs> I asked you guys regarding, can we mimic what Houston did last year if we have the one and two pick or two and three pick and take the best quarterback and take the best, if it's Marvin Harrison Jr., take the best wide receiver or best defensive end. I mean, Houston, I know they got their new coach, D'Amico Ryan, and he's a defensive guy, but they're going and they're rebuilt as far as succeeding and they're taking off, and I just worry that if we're going to mimic what Carolina did with Frank Reich and taking the quarterback, and then you know get you know they gave away gave us DJ Moore, and then we just don't have anyone else besides you know the, the quarterback, and it's just I just worry that you know if we do if we do trade out again, we're never going to get that defensive end, or if we get Marvin Harrison, that generational talent, to accompany you know uh, whoever we get this quarterback to be for this team, and it's just I just worry about that with you know. You know, listen to Lewis Riddick on with Waldo and Sylvie. It just that guy has so much passion, and I, I just wish he was my GM because he wants <laughs> yeah. answers. You know, I just wish him like I wish he was my GM. I always wanted him as my GM because well, he Matt, just wants answers for right. that team. You know what I thought was interesting is like he's already saying this is not good enough. Like, did you hear that? Like the way Lewis Riddick yeah. was talking to Waddle and Sylvie, he was like, "He like." It's not, let's see how the rest of the season goes. Mm-hmm. Like, Lewis is, like, already, like, they need to fix what they're doing for the future now. Yeah. And, like, I hope there's people at Hallis I'm Hall that are, like... Sure Ryan Poles is thinking the same thing. I'm sure he but, is. How do we know that? You think that he's watching this football team on a week-in and week-out basis and, like, yeah, this is good enough. No, not right, good I- enough, but, like, is is the thought now turning towards we need different people in here to implement what we need to do i would hope so what do you what do you think of that matt yeah i do because i i mean mr riddick when i listened to him on get up he was like the biggest defender for justin and when the, we go in the beginning of the year black and Dollar, yeah. he was saying like you know when greeny and lombardi and all of them said you know trade justin he's not good you know trade him get that you know take cj Stroud or take you know you know bryce young whatever Mr. Riddick was the only one that had faith in Justin. He said, no, he, he has the talent. Let's see, let him develop. You know, it's the coaching staff's fault. And Luz Getty, they just did not put him in the right position. And now I, I agree with Mr. Riddick is that it's just not happening with Justin right now. And it, it, the losses are, are, are surmounting, and he just can't win in this division right now. And it just seems like it's just too much right now. And that I think we do have the answers for Justin, which is too bad because – I like that kid so much. He works hard, but it just does. It just something's wrong with pulling the trigger, and he's just not be able to yeah. process the defenses. I'm with you, Matt. It, it, it's weird. Um, everything's there for him to be successful. It's just not taking. Yeah, they. Wait, what's the old saying? You can uh, lead a horse to water, but you cannot make him eat it, drink it, eat the water. Um, it's just like 
it's it's sometimes it's tough to watch because it's like why are you not just firing? Why are you not? And you saw it in the, in the Washington game, mm-hmm. like he he got the football one two out. Like well, why does that? You knew that the Vikings were going to blitz. Yeah, you knew the way to beat the Vikings was you would have to get rid of the football quick quickly. throws. Yep, and for some reason it just it like malfunctioned upstairs. He like short circuited. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, and you could see it in the, those plays, especially the play he got hurt where he's holding on the ball forever. He didn't know if he should go, if he should wait, look, throw. And that's why it may, leads me to believe that, like, we are no longer hoping that he can become an elite quarterback. Now, if the ceiling's only Dak Prescott, could he ever get to that? Well, and I think, too, that, you know, the what Matt said about going quarterback and then Marvin Harrison Jr., too, like, that's fine. But how does that help your defensive line? How does that help? I'm not saying they should take a center second. It was a a joke I was making yesterday. But, like, how do you – how does that help your – like, I'm fine with them not taking Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, wherever they end up in the draft and drafting an elite defensive end because I feel like that's more necessary right now then but you can't win like you're not going to please everybody you're going to have people that if you take a, a defensive end and let's say he starts off slow and Marvin Harrison Jr is lighting it up and you're like oh look what we could have had and you took this guy and it's like okay well yeah but what like what do you want like people want to build the lines or people want the elite wide receiver like you have to you can't draft them all you have to pick one well at least you have two top 10 picks at the moment you do but it looks like you're going to have to use one of those on a quarterback Lamont on the south side you're on ESPN 1000 what's up Lamont Yes, my answer to this is you can win with Dak Prescott. But the problem is, is how much do you want to pay that guy? If you're paying him like an elite-level quarterback, now you got issues because you got a guy that you're paying like he is, but he isn't. And now you still got to build around him to get the rest of the things right. And I, I believe they need at least two offensive linemen. Because just obviously you, you do need a center, but you need someone else too. And you probably need more than just one defensive lineman. And those two things are going to improve everything else in itself dramatically. But you can't – I don't know about Justin. I know when, when Badgen came in, I had never watched the preseason. I was working. I had never watched him in college besides for some highlights on YouTube. But just like Lewis Riddick said, when he came in, it looked different. I looked at my TV, I said, whoa. When the ball came out of his hand, it looked different. Yeah, it moved, he right? He looked like a quarterback. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm with you, Lamont. I, I think the difference, though, is he doesn't have the arm strength that Justin Fields has, and you saw that on the interception okay. to, yeah. to DJ Moore. Well, I believe he got hit with that, too. I, I, I don't think he was able to follow through. I'm not saying he has the same arm strength, but come on now. Joe Montana didn't have, have that, all that arm strength either. I'm not saying he's Joe. I'm just saying that I think you can work with him if you decide to work with him. And that's a, that's more quarterbacks are ruined because of the teams they go to and they don't like work with their strengths and bring them into what is their strength and develop their weaknesses better. I think more times than not, it's just who is teaching you and who's around you, how ready that team already is. If you come to a team like the Bears, the Bears are missing so much. My my goodness, you you, you got to be God coming down here to play quarterback sometimes. You know, come on. <laughs> Thank you, Lamont. Thanks for the phone call. All right. 
See, there you go. There's Lamont and uh, Bajant. Yeah, Tyson Bajant. Uh, yep. May very well be the starter this week against the Ra- Raiders. Uh, you know, Philly and McHenry called in to Captain Jay Hood. He, he was a big Bajant fan. Yeah. yeah. Philly and McHenry on ESPN 1000. Yeah. All right, Philly. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Cap. Uh, What's up, man? Hey, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, I've been, I've been pro with Justin Fields for as long as he's been a bear. I'm a big Ohio State guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you something. This baguette guy, this backup quarterback. Bajit. Bajit. Repeat after me. Tyler Bajit. He's not a baguette. Tyson. He's not a baguette. I'm going to tell you something. This baguette guy, this backup quarterback. This baguette guy. He was throwing up baguettes the other day. This baguette guy. He's out there on Soldier Field. You know, we will... Uh, offering you some prosciutto. We will take on the uh, Raiders some of Oakland. Mozzarella on and, a fresh baguette. Uh, when they come here, I will say to them, two on them. <laughs> two on the Raiders. On the Raiders. They are nothing to me. <laughs> what are they, pirates? Where are they from even? Are they from Vegas? Are they from L.A.? Oakland? Two on them. Now give me a very long cigarette. <laughs> Tyson... Bajant. Yes. Not the baguette guy. <laughs> it's, it's not his name. Guy? No, not the baguette guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you something. This baguette guy? No. Backup quarterback? No, that's not. Yeah. It's, it's not his name. John, the Northwest Side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, John? Hey, uh, you guys are awesome. Appreciate the conversation and, and, and the baguettes of the world. You know, <laughs> my you. comment is, you know, I'm just like disgusted. You know, this is this is like we've won three games in like two years. We've drafted four quarterbacks like in a row. We keep making the same mistakes from top to bottom. I'm a huge Bears fan. I'm absolutely absolutely disgusted. They're going to keep making the same mistakes. Like, what's to say that you know why can't we have football people running our football team? We've seen the same results for 15 minutes. I seriously want to throw up. And I want to I want to hang up and listen to what you have to say. Thanks again, guys. Thanks, John. Thanks for the phone call. I mean, like, I, I, here's the thing: people keep saying, "Oh, it's going to be the same. You're going to draft a quarterback. It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same." You guys got to remember, like, there's a new guy in charge, right? Like, there's a new there's a new man in charge. There's a new person in charge now. What? You don't like Kevin Warren? I, I didn't say I like or dislike. You're anything. making a face at me. What's the face? What's with the face over there, Black? Same product. Huh? You you're telling me new. I'm telling you same product. We don't know that. He hasn't had a. We haven't seen the product yet. The product that I've seen seem it tastes just like the old product. But this he's still using the old ingredients though. Let him get the new ingredients in. Let him get the new menu. Let him work the menu first. All right. Listen, when what's his face comes in to rescue a restaurant, who's your face? The guy. Who's the guy? Who's the chef guy? Chef Irvine. Robert yeah. Irvine? No, the other. That, isn't Ramsey? He, isn't he fake? Gordon yeah, Ramsey. Gordon yeah, Ramsey? Ramsey. When Ramsey comes into a the restaurant. guy? He tries. He, he, try, he, he orders one of everything and tries everything first. I feel like that's what Kevin Warren is doing right there, right now. He's eating everything off the menu, and then when he doesn't like everything, he's going to be like, all right, Ugh. new menu. Ugh. You guys, have, you guys have a Cheesecake Factory menu here. You need to specialize in like three things. Don't be speaking ill about the Cheesecake Factory. I'm not. I'm just saying that's a big menu. I'm a big fan of the Cheesecake Factory. What's wrong with it? Everyone loves the Cheesecake Factory. You want to go after the show? I would. You won't go. I'll go. No, you won't. Why not? Guarantee you won't. Let's go. 100% you won't. Let's go. Don't dare me on a date. Let's go. Don't dare me to go have dinner with you. Let's go to the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) Is is the one in the the Hancock building still there? Yeah, it's down there, yeah. If it's not, then I'm not going because we'd have to go to like the suburbs. But yeah, I'd go to that Cheesecake Factory right now. Let's go.
We'll put on put on the baseball game. We have 43 minutes left no, in the no, show. No, no, yeah. Baseball, baseball, baseball. Let me make a reservation. Uh, it's Blocking Abdallah make here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We'll continue taking your calls. We're talking about the Chicago Bears here on ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Taking your calls at 312-332-3776. Abdallah, Jake Cantu sent me this uh, last week from WGN. Oh. It's a story on the most hated Halloween candy. Okay. According to a study. Okay, the most hated Halloween candy. If I you had to guess yeah. what the most hated Halloween candy is, what would you say it is? I would say that the nickelback of candy, meaning that it is improperly hated on because it's tasty and I like it. And I'm sorry that people don't, but it also just means more for me is candy corn. What is wrong with you? I like candy corn. I like it. I like a little bit. I can't just eat like handfuls of candy corn because it, it does uh, it does get to you after a little bit. I, I don't mind candy corn, but I think the candy corn or those weird those weird candies in like the wax, like the white wax paper. That's rolled up. That like the you old don't folk know. Uh, yeah, candy. Yeah, like the old that like your grandparents always had in like, a dish. It's not. On a, the, the yeah, it's not a counter. brand. It's just yeah. like in the. It's just the white wax paper like candy. Homemade toffee yeah, candy. It's kind of like that. I feel like those. It's not like saltwater taffy, but it's like a gross like. I feel like those. You know, sometimes it's black and white, or it's uh, orange and white. Like it's for the season. Uh, I feel like those two are the most hated. Candy corn comes in at number one as the you. most hated. The worst Halloween candy. Yep. Thirty six percent of Americans hate receiving candy corn. Yeah, those are the same people that hate Nickelback and Guy Fieri. No, I, I don't think that's the case. I am not. I just it doesn't taste good. It's you would rather eat like uh, like the Twitch chat. You'd rather get the circus peanut. <laughs> no, I don't want either. Like that's disgusting. That's way more disgusting. Uh, I don't see the circus peanut on this list. You want the old lady candy? Uh, number two on the list, the hot tamales. Okay. 26% of the people hate receiving that. Number three, the, the, hot tamale? the atomic fireball Okay, is on the list. Ooh, people 20- don't like spice, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the jawbreaker comes in at four. Okay. The bit o' honey comes in at number five. Can you explain the bit o' honey to me? About? It's, a, it's a little bit of honey. Number six no, on the all list. all I know is the bit of honey is very hard. Bit of honey is very hard. It's very hard. And yeah. it comes on like a stick, I think. Yeah, that's what the Twitchers are saying. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. It's, it's gross. It's like a hard. What does it look like? It's, it's, like, it's like a honeycomb on a stick. I don't think I've ever had a bit of honey. It's gross. Honey. Oh, it's I've gross. seen the bags. Yeah. The red, the red with the blue writing on it. Yeah, get out of here. I've seen bit that of honey. before. Yeah, I'd rather have, co- I'd rather have oh, candy corn than bit of honey. Those look, yeah, those look awful. Uh, number six, Peeps. 21% of people hate Peeps. That's not a Halloween candy. Here's what I'm confused. Who's handing out Peeps for Halloween? I think they have like... You Are know they how... stale and they're old from okay. Easter? So a victim, one of the victims of the pandemic was the, uh, the Halloween uh, Cadbury cream egg. So the Cadbury cream egg, notorious during the uh, Easter holiday, uh, they made a Halloween version that had green and white filling 
so, so it looked like ooze, right? Uh, and they stopped making them during the pandemic for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, overseas in uh, England, you can get uh, Cadbury cream eggs during the holidays. They're red and white. I found this out. I really like Cadbury cream eggs, too, if you can't tell. As we continue down the list, the worst Halloween candies, Branches Pumpkin. Do you know what that is? Oh, they, they, you know what it is? It's a it's it's candy corn pumpkins. They're all they all taste the same. It looks terrible. Yeah, no, those those aren't bad either. They taste like candy corn. Uh, following the pumpkin dots, dots are gross. They get stuck in your teeth. Get out of here, dots. How about this? The the first uh, chocolate candy on the list, the almond joy. I like almond joys because I like I like uh, an almond. I joy. like coconut and I like almonds. You know what chocolate candy I can't stand? The Whopper. Get out of here with your your. Uh, your malted milk uh, oh. candy. Ooh. Uh, the Cadbury cream egg comes in uh, not far behind the Almond Joy. Yeah. The Red Hots. Y'all got no taste. Yep. And the, uh, <laughs> yep. how about the wax bottles? You ever have those? What's what are those? The little, it, like the, you, like it the has, like, it's got the, the stuff, stuff inside in it of it. And it yeah. yeah. No, those are gross too. Uh, Tootsie Roll is on the list. I love a good Tootsie Roll. I haven't had a Tootsie Roll in a minute. Now, the Tootsie Pop is an all time great. Love a Tootsie Pop. The Tootsie Roll I can do without. I don't need just a. A chunk of I don't mind chocolate roll, chew. But it's not, it's not real. It doesn't taste like chocolate. It tastes like Tootsie Roll. It's kind of like a Frosty where it's just Frosty flavor. It's the flavoring is chocolate. No, I don't think it is. What's it the flavor taste of like a Tootsie chocolate. Roll? It doesn't taste like chocolate to me. Like there's a difference between a Hershey's bar and a Tootsie Roll. They taste different. It doesn't like a Hershey's bar tastes like chocolate. What is the flavor of a Tootsie Roll then? Tootsie Roll. It's chocolate. It doesn't taste a like Tootsie chocolate. Tootsie Roll is a chocolate I'm not flavored taffy. Uh, oh, so it's chocolate flavored. That's what is just, wrong with that's you? That's gross. So it's just what a did flavor. you think that was? I don't know. It, t- it tastes like Tootsie Roll to me. It doesn't taste like any other chocolate. Like the chocolate, you can't you get, say that it tastes like the name that it is. It, I can. A frosty tastes like a frosty. No, it has a chocolate taste. No, but it doesn't taste like chocolate. Like, like a chocolate shake and a frosty taste different. Correct, but okay. it is a chocolate taste. That's fine. It's an artificial chocolate that I don't like in the Tootsie Roll. It's not like real chocolate. I like Tootsie Rolls. To me, it doesn't taste like a Hershey's Kiss or a, a, a Hershey's Bar or Cadbury or whatever. You done? People say I'm right. I'm right about this in the Twitch chat, by the way. <laughs> Jelly beans on the list. 13% of Americans hate receiving jelly beans in their Halloween candy. I don't mind jelly beans as long as they're not... Uh, I don't like the licorice-flavored black ones. Those are gross because I don't like black licorice. To me, number one, number one, number one would be black licorice. Good and Plenty's, get out of here. Oh, Good and Plenty's are okay. I'm, those I'm are black right. licorice, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I'm, no. done. I'm done with those. Kick rocks. I'm, I'm done with those. No. Those are good. No, those are... Black licorice is a trash candy. No, they're good. They're decent. Trash. Um, I would say the worst part about the jelly bean is, you know, they sneak in the, the bizarro flavors. So you go and you'll get a handful of jelly beans and then you'll get one that's like popcorn. Oh, like the jelly bellies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they have it, like champagne yeah, flavored. I, I like don't want margarita that. Flavored. Like, I don't want a yeah. Chicago style hot dog jelly no. bean. Mm-mm. I just want the, the normal ones. Uh, Laffy Taffy is on the list. I like Laffy Taffy. 11% of the people hate Laffy Taffy. What about now and laters? Now and laters not on the list. I like uh, now and laters. The double bubble. What is that? Double bubble? Yeah, what's double bubble? It's two bubbles. Double bubble candy? It's in the gum, right? It's gum, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, who wants those. gum as... Oh. That's, that's like the super hard who gum. Wants, that's the now and later of if, gum. If you're handing out gum for Halloween, you suck. Get out of here. That's terrible. Get out of here. Uh, and the last one on the list, Lemonheads. I'm not a I'm not a Lemonheads guy. Really? Not a, not a fan. They're not terrible. Not for me. Candy corn. 36% of Americans 
dislike candy I corn. I love candy corn. I will take all of your candy corns. Love candy corn. Double those- bubble. Who's handing out double bubble? Gross people. For, for Halloween. The same people that are handing out good and plenties. Gross. That stinks. Ugh. Steven Peoria, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Steve? Hi, guys. Hey, uh, I was talking about, I wanted to uh, mention about Bajan. Yeah. During the preseason, it looked like he was able, he was throwing uh, a couple passes of the 40, 45 yards. And he seems to have the accuracy. The other thing is, he seems to throw the ball where he believes the uh, receiver should be. And it seems that Fields is waiting for him to be open, where Bajan says, okay, you're supposed to be here. I'm throwing it here. It's up to you to be there. Fields doesn't seem to do that. That, I think, is the big difference out there. Yeah, and see, the see other I'm with you on I that. Have is, the other question I have is yeah. the quarterback's coach, from what I read, wasn't really a quarterback. And not, uh, you know, he didn't really have much experience in that. He was from a different position. And so I'm wondering what kind of, you know, instruction is uh, Fields getting? Why don't they have another old quarterback? Uh, you know, I don't know. You don't get Brady, but somebody who has read defenses and tell him, okay, here is what I was looking for. Here is what I saw. So that you have that given to him. I don't think he has anybody there to do that. Yeah, more experience around him. Yeah, maybe. And thanks exactly. for the call, Steve. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it. I am kind of surprised that they didn't go with the like a veteran backup. You know, we talked about it this summer. Yeah, like why? Like why you chose to go? Like you gave money to PJ Walker and then ended up cutting him, and then now he's played a game and won a game for the the defense. Won that game, but well, he so, was on the field when they won the game. So this is why. This is when I was thinking about it. You watched the game on Sunday night, right? Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor did a serviceable job. Yeah. Now, did the Giants win in the end? They didn't win. But, like, that's pretty good quarterback play from a backup. Mm-hmm. You and I talked about it all offseason. We thought this team was going to be an 8-9 win team. If and, and we also thought that Justin Fields wasn't capable of staying healthy for 17 Didn't games. Didn't I say that like it was like so three they needed or four quarterbacks someone, that only played all 17 games They last needed year? someone to be able to step in to win a game. Now... Who knows? Maybe Sunday on the lakefront, Bajant goes out there and oh, maybe yeah. a week of prep, he's ready to go. And Absolutely. Heck, if he pushes fields here in this season, that that would be a great scenario for all of us. If they could win some games, wait for fields to get healthy, and then who knows? I mean, heck, at the very least, for what we do, having a quarterback controversy would only be a great radio conversation. Oh, it's, 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 uh, it might be a disaster on the field, but Chris, it will be great for content. Uh, but, Let's see what happens, but you and I did question why they didn't have a, a veteran coming in who is like capable of playing if he needed to. It's Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago.
Welcome to Doll. Weeknight 6 to 8 right here on ESPN 1000. Talking Bears football with you. We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. I also saw this story today, Abdallah. Did you see this from United Airlines? Yeah, we've all flown before. You know, flying sucks. Like, it's good to get to your destination if it's on time, if you don't have delays, if you don't, if you are planning on uh, carrying on a bag and you don't have to check it. Like, as long as, like, everything works out, yeah, it's great. But most of the time, it doesn't work out quite yeah. as you planned. Uh, United announced today that they are going to have a new boarding system mm. that prioritizes window seats. So if you are sitting in a window seat, you will get on after the first class gets on and you'll get on before everyone else on the rest of the plane because you're on the window the end and then those who are in the middle and the aisle will then board the plane later so they're doing this this is what they're implementing starting october 26th united airlines is going to uh start this with the economy class when they board those in the window seats will get on before everyone else i like that uh, they say by doing so, they can cut two minutes off of boarding. All right. I mean, all of that to, to shave off two minutes. Every minute helps. Two minutes. I guess. Well, the problem is two, two like, minutes. Okay, the problem. All with, of that for two minutes. The problem. You, you with think that, anyone's gonna honestly when they say uh, economy uh, group, windows group four. Uh, windows only, that, that only window, only people are going to get up and get no. on? No, obviously, people, people... No one abides by those rules anyway. No one anyway. abides by any of the they rules. Just, they just force their way to the front. Here's here's how I uh, I foresee this going poorly. is like, you know how they say if you have little kids, you can get on first? Yeah. But if you have, like, non-little kids, I guess, like, if you've got, like, a 10-year-old or whatever, you're traveling as a family, you're all sitting together... I've seen people do that. ...in a row, and you all get on the plane together, and, like, now, okay... Mom's getting on first because she's got a window seat. Then what? The kids are going to get on because no. they're sitting in the middle? Like, you're going to have issues with this from the jump. I know how you people do it. What do you mean, you people? You people with kids. I've never uh, flown. I've never you, flown you with a baby. Cheat, you all cheat the system. First of all. I've seen it. I've seen it with my eyes. First of all. You got one kid. You got the parent. And you all rush up there. And then 12 kids come behind. And then their grandparents are with them. And then the cousins are there. And then they've got strollers. And they all get on before first everyone of all, else. We all I've know seen you, only, it. you only fly first class I've because seen it. you're rich. So uh, that's not the point. I don't. My I, wife does. Yeah. I don't. Um, but I sit in the back with the with the common folk. My With the cloud of smoke. Uh, my, I've, never, I've never flown with uh, my daughter. And uh, I always, I try to abide by the I'm always the I'm always the person that's like I'm sitting down until I don't have to sit down anymore like when they say my group I'm like okay now it's time for me no, to I get know. up that's, and, and that's because you're a normal teach, person I teach my children to follow the rules but people don't follow the rules I and know that's they why, don't that's why airports get so chaotic I know and why you have so many viral videos of, of people going nuts yeah do you see the video yesterday of the guy who was punching the door oh yeah <laughs> he's just standing there punching the door yeah. what are you doing sir well that's uh that's What's a your problem? that's a grown-up kevin McAllister just from punching home, home alone too when they won't let him on the flight what are you doing <laughs> i saw that today i thought it was funny because like you know what goes with this is like do people understand when the flight lands and you get to the gate that if you're at the back of the plane you can't get off first. No. So just sit your, just sit, your butt down. Just sit. You're good. Uh-huh. It'll take a minute. 
probably five or ten. Yeah. But then you can get off. I sit the whole time. People who stand up the moment the, the plane gets to the gate. Yeah. But they're in the back because, like, like you said, my wife used to travel for work. She has status. status so yeah. she, she always gets upgraded. I'm back with the common people. We're totally okay with it. We don't need to see each other during the flight. We're good. Yeah. We do it a lot. It's fine. So I'm with all the, the common folk <laughs> in the back. My people. We're back my there. People. And the moment the, plan, the plane gets to the gate, people are standing up. It's and the worst, man. Grabbing their bag and they're getting ready. It's I'll like, you're not let, going anywhere. I'll even let those annoying people that are like a row behind me, I'll be like, just go, dude. Just go. Like, you're not. Just go. Just I was go. like the sound of the unison unsnapping of the seatbelt yeah. <laughs> the metal clanking it's all at the same time it's so funny I don't like, you're in row 27 i can't be contained anymore you can't go anywhere no you stand and then you get the people who are doing the half stand because they're not in the aisle so they're they're like standing and the the ceiling is at their head so they're, they're doing the hunch. halfway yeah, they're doing no. the hunch and they're no. like they want to stand so bad but they they can't they They'll like do pretend it. to look at their phone because they can't actually raise their head up what any farther. What are you farther. doing? Dude, just, just sit, sit there. there. Just sit down. Wait, You've been sitting for three hours. Wait, What's five ten more minutes? minutes? Now, if they make an announcement and there is a plane that was like, if you're delayed and they're like, there's a group that have to make this connecting flight. Yeah. Different rules. Let them up. But if if no one is connecting and it's just a normal, we're a society flight just just, just sit down there's too much else going on like let's have some etiquette people mcrobert's in seven bridges you're on espn 1000 what's, what's up, up mcrobert hey guys i had some show notes oh, oh well, thank you okay. you know we haven't really heard from mo let much me tell you recently something. let me tell you something he last he night he but... sent out that tweet though yes <laughs> and uh i meant to do this i meant to do this if you guys don't mind black <laughs> yes Abdallah. oh yes Hello. You guys like that? Hello. Hello, McRobert. <laughs> so anyways, I love when Southside Tim calls, but I had one word for Southside Tim. Cacophony. Anyways, I thought Mitch from Displays might enjoy that. Maybe he will. That in if he's listening somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that one caller, um, he must not have seen the clip of the Bears offensive linemen blocking each other. I saw that. The O line is bla- uh, bad. I don't care how many running yards there is. And you know that's it. You know I enjoyed the show, but I'm. Oh, uh, thank you. I think Black knows this. Hmm. I always enjoy the show. Thank, but, thank um, you, McRobert. I'm so tired of talking about Dak Prescott. Like <laughs> Dak Prescott isn't even worth talking about. Dak Prescott. Like they they need a new QB in Dallas too. So like, no, I would not be okay if Justin Fields turns out to be Dak Prescott. You know, like. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate Appreciate it. it. There is some uh, show notes from Robert. Love it. Let me tell you something. Would you like to play door one or door two? No, we just did that, didn't we? Door one or door two? What would you like to pick? Here's the thing. Door one or door two? I'm not playing your games anymore. I I opened the doors before during the commercial break. Mm. I've seen what's inside the doors. Chase from the south side. What's up, Chase? Chase? We go to door one. Door one, Chase on the south side. Hello, Chase. Chase! See, I opened the door already. I knew what was in the door. I knew it was behind the door. Yeah. What's happening, fellas? How you guys doing? Chase. And you guys see me better this time than last time? Did you go get a new phone or something? I would would definitely see Chase going into whatever cell phone provider he has and being like, Black and Abdallah can't hear me. I need a better (laughs) phone. No, that was... 
That was uh, my earpiece. Sir, my this Bluetooth. is a T-Mobile that was, store. <laughs> that was my blue. That was my Bluetooth. That's why you guys couldn't hear me that good because I was talking to my Bluetooth. But, hey, Chase, um, uh, McRobert, I think gave you a shout out mm-hmm, just uh, mm-hmm, before we mm-hmm, went to your call. Mm-hmm. He did. Were you listening? Yeah, I was listening, but it sounded like he was talking about Tim from the South Side. About he, he did. He did your intro. Him. He did your yelling at us thing. Oh, really? Oh, I, I didn't even pay attention. I appreciate the shout out. Um, but <laughs> no, uh, so, Hey, you know, I know you guys were talking about Justin and, you know, comparing them to Fields, but I don't know. I think I mentioned this to you guys before, um, about Justin, how I was sort of saying that he was like the Zach Levine of the bears. And the re- and the reason why I was saying that is because, you know, how we always used to, you know, get upset about Zach, how as talented as he is and how, you know, all the talent he has, but he he doesn't do the simple stuff to help you win. You know he you know, and it's like it's the same thing with Justin, where he has all the talent, but at the end of the day, he doesn't do the simple stuff to help you win. You know because it's like you want your best. You know, like if you want to be that franchise quarterback, that franchise type of player. You have to be. You have to be able to come through when the team really needs you. You can, you know, play well when it doesn't mean nothing. It's like when when Zach, you know, he can put up, you know, score 30, 40 points, but then when you really needed him to come through through the stretch, he he, he either dribble the ball his leg or make idiotic decisions with the basketball. And it's the same thing we have with Fields, where you know you you basic things where you read the defense, read blitzes. I mean, these are basic things that. Uh, a sixth grade can, was supposed to know, you know, and these things get frustrating. When you play, when you want to make the millions of dollars, you, you, you can't ask for all this money, yet you can't do the simple stuff right, you know. And these are the things where I, can, where I compare both of the two players. While we, they're talented, but they, they, don't come, they don't exceed the expectation that you need them to do for what, what, what they're giving to. And that's the problem. That's why I compare both of them. They're both the same. They both talented, but they don't make they make they don't have good IQ as far as players. It's a good point. That's fair, Chase. That's fair. fair it's, it's a well, fair, fair assessment. Thanks, Chase. All right. I don't even know if he needs. He doesn't get the music after that one. That's a salient point. Oh yeah, but I, sometimes I like the music. Okay. All right. I don't think he was happy with us. I don't think he. I think we caught him off guard. No, I don't. I don't think. I think he heard Mick Robert, but he didn't want to acknowledge oh, what Mick Robert did. That's unfortunate. I don't think he was happy with us there. That's fine. We. I gave him like a nice intro and everything. No, I know. I. I, I thought we were very cordial with this. Uh, with the phone call. Dan in Arlington Heights, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Dan. Hey guys. So uh, Thursday, I think it's November 9th, we play the Panthers. Yes. Um, we're both going to be one in something at that mm. point. My question for you, if we want to keep the one-two pick, you know, do we want to win that game? Do we want to lose that game? Or do we want to play for the tie? I am of the belief that they need to win football games yeah. now. The, the way you keep them in the number one spot is you win. You beat them. You beat them and keep them in the number one spot, and your pick is wherever it is. Because, like, you want your defense, like, if fully healthy, yeah. you want right. your defense to play well. And yeah. even if even if the offense isn't, like, if it's still Bajan at that point or if, if Fields comes back by then, whatever it is, like, yeah, you want the offense to play well. But 
rookie quarterback coming in, they, they haven't won a game, or maybe they've won one by them. Like, you want to prove that you're... Because if you lose to the Panthers, you're the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. And there's too many pieces on this team that might be a part of the team moving forward for you to be the worst team in the NFL. So I would say you want to win that game. Thanks, Dan. Yep. There is Dan Arlington Heights. We go to Mike in Oak Forest. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Hey, boys. Uh, Just caught the end of you guys uh, talking about the people, your pet peeve of people, uh, you know, standing up in the aisles of the airplane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am an aisle guy, and uh, I'm also a taller, bigger guy. Sure. So, you know, I would say a good percentage of the flights that I'm on, I actually travel quite a bit with work, but um, my knees are directly, like, in the seat ahead of me. So other than the guilt that I feel for the person in front of me the entire plane, uh, <laughs> I, stand, I stand up immediately uh, and will wait in row 25 standing. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's my, that's my experience and my kind of arguing my case for someone who stands as soon as the plane hits. Yeah. Also, I think that's fair. Off. It's fair to say, Mike, <laughs> Mike I appreciate how tall are you? the phone call. Six, three. Okay. So if they came on and they went, attention, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for flying with uh, United airlines today. Anybody six, one and, and taller can stand up and deboard the plane. Would you be okay with that? If they did it, if they, if they height shamed, Oh, I would, I, I would take it in a heartbeat. Okay. But I'm not asking for that. All I, all I want to do is stand. I actually, I try to help people around me. I get people's yeah. bags down. You know, oh, I, you're tra- a good I, try to, I try to, I try to make, I try to make up for it. But I, I get to, I look behind me and I see the eyes of people that are like, "Where are you going, dude?" And I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm standing, dude. I'm trying to get the blood flow back to my, you know, ankles before <laughs> well, I have to start walking." I'd say this, Mike. There's, there's always. Um, gray areas in these conversations right like mm-hmm. it sounds like there's a physical reason to why you need to stand i understand that yeah yeah but like you've seen people who don't get that they're not getting <laughs> off the plane first you know oh, yeah. that you've seen those people and it's like lady guy sit down you're not moving anywhere excuse me uh short king in uh aisle uh 22 please sit down take a seat that's yeah. not your turn yet you're five four <laughs> I've dueled with those people. Yeah, it's right. Like, like, over, like you've, you've seen them, and, and I, I'm with you because I'm an aisle guy too. I li- I like singing the aisle, so I'll help people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I totally get that, Mike. I just know like you, we've gotten to a gate before, and there are people who just have no clue, and they think it's just a mad rush to the front to get off the plane. Yeah, sure. Thanks well, for the call, Mike. Just, yeah, no problem, boys. There is. There's Mike and Oak Forest. Yeah, I, I get it. If you if you got something, uh, you know, you physical ailment or something, like if they were just like anyone six two and taller, please you can you can deboard the plane first. All of you short people have to wait because your uh, legs are fine. You know how we would handle it. Us short people, we would just lie. Oh yeah. Unless unless is it a roller coaster? You they have the little chart there that you have to walk up oh, and before you get man. on the plane you they get, like, show a ticket? they show you where where you are well, on then the chart. I'm wearing platforms then. <laughs> It's Black and Abdallah. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black, 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 Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app.
Thank you to Jack McGrath, to Kevin Zipak, to Jake Cantu producing tonight's show. Black and Bell will return tomorrow night. Six o'clock, six to eight tomorrow night, right here on ESPN 1000. That's right, we're on all week. We'll have uh, the 7 to 8 show on Thursday. Bears Weekly will be on at 6 on Mm -hmm. Thursday night. But, uh, yeah, we're here all week, uh, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN Chicago. Abdel, before we end tonight's show and we join in progress some baseball, Major League Baseball playoffs in honor of Tim on the south side, we'll have the Phillies and the Diamondbacks game two of the NLCS. That game will be joined in progress in five minutes right here on ESPN 1000. Uh, do you have any zoo news over there? Always, Chris. Well, hello, Mr. Lion. Here's the latest edition of the zoo news. What do you have? Uh, some local zoo news. Uh, two flamingos, two baby flamingos were born at the Brookfield Zoo right oh. here in Illinois. And they want your help naming these two new flamingos. There is a male and a female flamingo. The options for the male are Otis, Ringo, Dash, and Fabio, my personal favorite. And the uh, females' names are Fiona, Peggy, Sunrise, or Daisy. Oh, we got to go Peggy in honor of uh, Peggy, Peggy Kaczynski. Absolutely. Here at ESPN 1000. So you can vote up until vote for Peggy. October 24th. Vote for Peggy. And, when, and let's see. The guy, what, what's the, the male names? Uh, the male names were Fabio, Dash, Ringo, and Otis. Dash is pretty cool. Dash is good. I'm voting. I'm voting for uh, Peggy right now. And I'm Fabio. voting for Fabio, yeah. Fabio? Fabio. Fabio and Peggy. Peggy. Yeah. That sounds great. That's what I'm going to vote for uh, for the Brookfield Zoo, the two new flamingos. Uh, they won't, obviously, do uh, you know flamingos are born gray and they don't turn pink until they're two years old? Yeah, it's because of what they eat, Because right? of what their they di- eat. Their diet. Yeah, it is because of their diet. You watch Jack not Hammer know that? growing up. No, I'm just I'm telling the people. This is an educational no, I segment. Had, I had zoo There's books. some people that don't. Zoo books taught me that. Zoo books taught you that? <laughs> you remember those? I do remember zoo books. <laughs> I always wanted zoo books. Really? Yeah, I never got zoo books. Oh, they were great. No, my parents knew I wasn't going to read them. I, they, it was more of like a picture and graph thing. They, oh, they had like okay. cool graphics and whatnot. Uh, nah, nah. Not for you? You're no, right I probably would have, but my parents are probably right. I'm not cracking books. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. There's, a zoo, there's the zoo news. Vote for Peggy. That's what is new at the zoo. Did you know that that's how they got their coloring? I'm just, I'm just trying on. to tell everybody that that's how is? they got their coloring. What do you think this is on the Black Amp Dollar Show? I'm just letting people know. Longtime guys on the zoo news scene. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow night at 6 right here on ESPN 1000. We'll also be with Carmen and Yurko starting at noon right here on ESPN 1000. Carmen in North Riverside. You want to say goodnight to the people? Good night, Chicago. There he is. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.